Fellow students of Christ, have you had that great life-directing experience yet? A young woman had a traffic accident that sent her to the hospital and that prompted her to seek a career in medicine. She became a doctor. Some people have an inspiring teacher who sets them on a path toward a certain study and a lifelong career. Meeting that special someone will always have an effect for an entire life. If that hasn't happened to you yet, it will. Look forward to it. It happens to groups as well. Our nation looks back at 1776 and reveres the founding fathers and the documents they produced, which we still follow. Our Evangelical Lutheran Synod, who owns and operates Bethany Lutheran College, looks back at 1844 in an outdoor worship service under a couple of oak trees on the Koshkanong Prairie in Wisconsin. And it looks back at 1918, where, when a group of 13 pastors gathered in a little Lutheran church near Lime Creek in Iowa. If you haven't heard those stories here at Bethany yet, you should and you probably will. It happened to the Israelites, too, in a big, big way. Their profound event is recorded in our reading for this morning. You know the setting. The Israelites have been kept in slavery in Egypt. Moses was leading them out to freedom. King Pharaoh of Egypt changed his mind about letting them go and sent out his army to bring them back into slavery. So there the Israelites were trapped between the army behind them and the Red Sea in front of them. And here is what happened. Read along, follow along as I read from Exodus 14. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians, on their chariots, and on their horsemen. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth, while the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained. But the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea, 
and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Wow, what it must have been like to be there for that. This momentous event is what we know as the Exodus. That's a Greek word that means departure. It was the event by which a loving God saved his people from slavery. It is the defining event that determined their future, and it's only a slight exaggeration to say that you can't turn two pages in the Old Testament without finding a reference to it, to the fact that it was their God, the only true God, that was the one who saved them from slavery and from their enemies, the Egyptians, by this great miracle of water. Parting it for the Israelites, returning it to its full depth to destroy their enemies. Let's stop for a moment and ponder what a wonderful thing water is. Almost the simplest of molecules, two hydrogen atoms, one oxygen atom. But God has endowed this simple molecule with some wonderful properties. Temperature changes its state. When it gets cold, it becomes solid. And ice is lighter than the liquid water, so it floats to the top of the lake, and that makes it possible to preserve life underneath that ice. When it warms up, it becomes our familiar liquid water, something so essential for life, but something that we take so easily for granted. We just turn on the faucet, right? It's always there. And it's heavy in its liquid state, very, very heavy, so that the largest, hugest military vessels can float on it. When it's heated, it turns into vapor that makes possible our weather system that carries water to nourish crops and forests all over the world. And we on earth have a lot of it, a lot of water. Evolution has no explanation for where all of our water came from. Now see in our reading how God chose water to bring about this momentous event that directed the course of Israelite lives throughout their continuing existence forever. Now you already sense where this is going, don't you? I asked earlier if the momentous event that directs your life has happened yet, and I answer that question for you and say, yes, it has. It happened with water. Just as God in his love chose water to save the Israelite people from slavery, and they look back on that every day of their existence. In the same way God has used water, the water of baptism, to save you and me from our slavery to sin and to death, and from the anger of God and the punishment we deserve. He's turned that into a new birth 
into God's family as his precious children. Let me take you finally to a mountaintop where another strange event took place, an event we call the transfiguration of Jesus. Three disciples were blessed to be there to see Jesus transformed and glowing in a wonderful light and talking there with two other men who appeared with him. One was Elijah, the Old Testament prophet, and the other was Moses, the man who had led God's people out of Egypt and through that Red Sea on dry land. And they were talking there. And what were they talking about? The evangelist Luke tells us. And let me read his words in Luke 9.31. He says, They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Luke wrote in Greek. And the Greek word he used there that's translated departure is Exodus. And Jesus went down from that mountain to Jerusalem and accomplished the greatest Exodus and gave his life for us to reconcile us to God and bring us the forgiveness of our sins. You see, it's all one picture. And we're, you and I, are in that picture along with the Israelites. God led his Old Testament people out of their slavery with a mighty exodus. God and Jesus Christ led all humankind out of our slavery to sin and death with the mightiest exodus of all, winning forgiveness for all humankind complete and free. Your sins are forgiven. Your life is in Christ now and forever. You are a precious child of God, and you receive the seal and guarantee of that forgiveness and that adoption in the water of your baptism. If you have been baptized, that great momentous event that directs all your life has already happened. Look back on your baptism every day with gratitude and renewed strength. Rise for prayer. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, You have given us the new birth of water and the Spirit, and you have forgiven all of our sins. Please strengthen us with his grace to life everlasting. May the Lord preserve our coming in and our going out from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen.
Spirit be with you all. Depart in peace.